celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, the longest-running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program as we begin the holiday week of Race Day Las Vegas shows. Yep, Monday is Memorial Day, the big centerpiece, some, some summertime, three-day holiday weekend. It kicks off the some, some summertime. And, of course, you get the 4th of July weekend and you get the Labor Day weekend. But coming up is the start of some, some summertime 2021. So we welcome you to the Race Day Show as we ramp up to the uh, holiday weekend. On this uh, Wednesday, the 26th day of May, 2021, so that's uh, 5262021. We welcome you to the show as we continue to rock and roll here in Las Vegas, Nevada, in recovery from the pandemic and in trying to control the COVID virus. That's what it's all about now, right? So we welcome you to the show as we come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. We're at the very moment, it's overcast here, but I can tell you the weather's going to be fine. There's uh, uh, not a chance, they say, the weatherman does anyhow, of any precipitation. And it's 75 degrees right now outside, 75 at about uh, 10 minutes after 7 Pacific time. Here in Vegas, we're going to get up to 93 degrees. No wind. That's good stuff. No wind. Maybe a breeze here or there. That's okay. No wind. And uh, before the we get to the holiday weekend, the weatherman believes we're going to get through our first 100-degree weather day on Friday. So it's uh, all systems go here in Vegas want to remind everybody out there now, we welcome you, all of the folks uh, here in Las Vegas that listen to us where we uh, emanate and originate all this stuff from these studios of Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas and covering the world, as you know, on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your iPhones or your Androids with the KSHP phone app that you can get at your phone app stores for your uh, devices so you can hear us streaming now. And, of course, a multitude of sites that offer podcasting. You just go to any one of your favorite podcast sites and punch us in. We're there, our podcast as well. So we welcome you, however, wherever, whenever you get us, and however you get us on the race day shows. Well, we're going to start out by um, uh, reminding everybody out there that uh, Vegas uh, has recovered, really has. We are going to go to 100 uh, percent everything on June 1st. Now that's right after the Memorial Day weekend, but we are we're we're uh, hitting on all cylinders right now. Uh, the hotels are starting to pack up uh, with reservations, and they say that uh, Las Vegas is one of the five top vacation destinations for folks here. People are just jazzing to go somewhere after being locked down last Memorial Day. Remember that. Gas is going up uh, right across the board, about a dollar 
more per gallon than it was last year. Of course, nobody was going anywhere last year. Uh, but they say that the uh, traffic uh, on the arteries coming in here, the uh, you know the highways from California, Arizona, et cetera, are going to be pretty well stacked up. So what I'm trying to say out there is we've got to stay careful on this because we have uh, now got the pandemic, the COVID, under control with the vaccines. The vaccines were the number one thing along with wearing your masks when you should, the social distancing and the washing the hands and all that stuff. All of that worked. So now here in Nevada, they don't even do an update for COVID every day. Over the, uh, For example, they stopped doing it uh, on the weekends. They do it. They pick up on Monday a three-day deal. So on Monday, after the three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we had a total of 405 over three days in the entire state of Nevada that were um, that tested positive. Now on Monday, we had 265 in the state uh, going into Tuesday. All right? So we're doing good stuff. And uh, right now, the infection rate in the entire state, infection rate in the entire state is 4.4%. This thing has gone down a couple of uh, ticks since the weekend. 4.4% in the entire state and the same 4.4% in Clark County, where the mass of the population is, the Las Vegas Strip, Las Vegas, Henderson, North Las Vegas, etc., Hospitalizations, 274 as of Monday throughout the entire state. And so it seems that even the people that are getting infected now are getting it, uh, and it's not as uh, lethal as it once was because of the uh, the convergence of all of the people who've had it and survived and now have the antibodies, all of the people who got the vaccines and have the antibodies, It's all coming together to create uh, the uh, herd immunity that we need. This disease will never be stamped out completely, I believe, but now it's under control like every other thing, like flu, etc. And the people who are getting it, even at that point, are not getting it as severe as before. All good news because we all stuck together and did the principal simple things. But it's still out there, so be careful. But as a result of all of that, The town is opening up. The state is opening up. We're back in biz. Shows are being filled up. The restaurants, uh, no more uh, protocols there, etc. So as you move about here in Nevada, you move about here in Las Vegas if you're coming here over the weekend, the only place you'll have to wear a mask is if the individual establishment or business insists that you wear a mask. It is now the individual business that controls whether you wear a mask or not. But just be careful out there. And if you haven't got your vaccine yet, please do so. It's proven to work. It works. Do it. Simple. Done. Deal. So we're going to get through this Memorial Day weekend with a lot of great coverage as far as the racing is concerned here at Race Day. And it's our first big weekend since the pandemic hit that we're back to biz. It's going to be one of the uh, busiest weekends here and one of the top destinations for people coming. So enjoy yourself, but just be safe out there. June 1st, complete 100% opening. The entire state will be completely open again. And as a result of that, they're already making plans. I understand that uh, downtown Las Vegas, the Fremont Street, where uh, Circa and all the uh, the new Circa establishments is all at, uh, down there, are going to have a three-day fireworks display over uh, July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th to celebrate not only 4th of July, but also a milestone uh, for the uh, plaza downtown. So all good stuff happening here and around the country. And and I personally want to thank everybody out there for doing what you did because I don't want to catch this thing. All right, now... Looking ahead for racing. First of all, uh, across the country today, Pacific Coast up and down clear. Atlantic Coast up and down clear. Gulf Coast up and down clear. Mid, uh, the mid portion of the country up and down clear. The only uh, rain or any type of weather we have is from Louisiana through Arkansas, through Illinois, through Indiana, 
and up to the Great Lakes area and then above that in uh, Canada. So there you have it. There it is. The big news this week in racing, you know, is uh, is twofold. One is the opening of Monmouth Park. That'll happen on Friday. They're going to start a, a twilight program on Friday at Monmouth Park. And the New Jersey Racing Commission has, of course, put down a very strict rule as far as the whip situation is concerned in New Jersey. Highly restrictive riding crops regulations are going to soon to be implemented in New Jersey via the New Jersey Racing Commission edict. Discouraging jockeys from riding at Monmouth Park? Yeah. The New Jersey riding crop rule allows jockeys to carry a crop, but they can only use it for safety. The regulation leaves stewards to oversee enforcement. And as a result, they will be able to fine or suspend a rider if they determine it was simply used to achieve a better finish. A jockey share of the purse could also be forfeited for uh, prohibit, for, for the prohibited use. And according to Terry Mix, president of the CEO of the Jockeys Guild, a jockey can be penalized for merely waving, merely waving the crop at his mount. This is gone. This is way overboard. Now, not not one of the top five riders from last summer's meet at Monmouth has a ride on Friday. They took entries. And um, the one that's uh, most upset with the new rule is Joey Bravo, nicknamed Jersey Joe. You know him. He has had a long-time success on that circuit and at Monmouth Park. And he uh, previously announced he would not ride the meet under the riding crop new rules. So, at Monmouth Park on Friday... You have six races. Only 14 jockeys are riding over the six races. The feature is going to be the Jersey Derby, where they have nine entered, and there are still three horses in the nine-horse field in the Jersey Derby with no riders. No boys, as they call them. Now, one of the riders that is uh, on the circuit, that has ridden on the circuit that you might know, is Jose Ferrer. He has mounts there. And as far as the trainers are concerned, and the jockeys say that in order to correct this overbearing ruling, that the horsemen, everybody's got to stick together as one, as a unit. But on opening day at Monmouth Park, you have... Trainers Chad Brown, okay, Mr. Breen, and Mr. Hollendorfer that have mounts, that have horses entered. So you could see that um, Hollendorfer, I can't believe he, you know, he's got to run somewhere after being, you know, pushed out of California. But uh, Kelly Breen and uh, Jerry Hollendorfer and Chad Brown, high-profile trainers, uh, have entered horses in those races. So we will wait and see how this all shakes out. But I can tell you right now, Ferrer's there, Isaac Castillo, Carlos Hernandez, and Yomar Torres, who were all towards the bottom of last summer's Monmouth Park Top 10 standings. And some additional jockeys. 14 different jockeys. And and Monmouth Park said the track officials uh, contacted participating jockeys to confirm that they would ride, and they agreed. And they are holding firm on this. So we will wait and see what happens there. Mm. Additionally, the split sample deal going on with the Kentucky Derby. What's the deal there, right? I mean, five days it took for them to get the positive at Churchill Downs and notify Bob Baffert that uh, the horse had failed the drug test. 
And uh, that positive test, by the way, is not considered a violation until the split of the test of the original blood sample confirms that result. So we're looking at, uh, what's it, uh, they say a split sample generally takes four to eight weeks according to racing officials, and that's because there's a vast number of complications, the racing officials say, largely to ensure the trainer's due process rights and protected and to get all the results they can with, uh, with uh, stand fully scrutiny of a legal challenge. So that's the deal. Okay, after a trainer is notified and he elects to have the split test at the horse's owner's cost, an expense that generally uh, is about a grand, a thousand bucks. The stewards notify the racing commission of the trainer's decision. The racing commission must then start the paperwork to ensure that the sample is tested appropriately and generally uh, generate a list of accredited labs that can perform the confirmation test. List is then given to the trainer. He selects one of the labs. Usually three or four days, the sample is sent to the selected lab, and bada-bing, bada-bing, bada-bong. It is up to the trainer to, one, ask for the slips, uh, split sample, it is up to the connections of the horse to pay for the uh, split sample. And then they pick the lab. They have all the time they want to to pick the lab. And uh, it takes time. They say most testing laboratories have just enough personnel to perform the test that uh, the facilities are contracted to complete. So a split sample is not one of those. And they say, unfortunately, it's a case of when they can get to it. So there you have it. There it is. That's why. Okay. All right. So we got some of the uh, the top stories out of the way, and we got uh, John Leno and Jerry J. That's going to be with us today to talk about uh, what's all, all the stuff going on this weekend. Also, I have uh, the results of your twin queue from Sunday at the Station Casinos, and. Um, it's going to be real interesting, our conversation, the state of racing. My goodness. But, boy, do we have a lot of great stakes races this weekend. And guess what? There are three stakes races today at Canterbury Downs, and we'll get to that on our menu as well. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas uh there's going to be a light schedule today and uh well actually today there uh believe it or not there are uh, seven racetracks on our menu but tomorrow, uh, there will be only five because what most of the tracks are doing, especially during a holiday week like this with Memorial Day on Monday, 
is they'll trade off one of their weekday uh, uh, scheduled racing days and tack it on at the end and put it on Memorial Day. So as a result, uh, you know, some of the tracks that won't be running uh, tomorrow uh, that um, usually do, like Belmont Park uh, and uh, quite a few others. Well, San Anita didn't, hasn't run on uh, Thursdays anyhow. Pimlico is dark. And, of course, uh, Gulfstream will not run on uh, Thursday tomorrow. So they're they're stacking it up for the weekend. And, boy, do we have a weekend coming up. Uh, We have uh, quite a few uh, stakes races on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll, uh, of course, cover them for you. Uh, On Sunday at Santa Anita, recapping what happened there on Sunday at Santa Anita, um, the... Now, you had the first race at San Anita on Sunday with only four horses in it. And the second race had uh, six. Third race had five. The fourth race had five. And the fifth race had four. Okay? Four, six, five, five, and four. Total. The buyout at 50 cents away for the entire Pick five, the first pick five, the buyout was $1,200. Here's what happened. First race winner, $460. Second race winner, $860. Third race winner, $3760. Fourth race, $820. And the fifth and final race was won by the longest shot on the board in the four-horse field, a $16 winner. Buyout, $1,200. The pick five paid $4,513.20. You bought the whole thing out for 1200 bucks, and you get 4500 Now, I will say that I was one of the people that looked at the anemic uh, first half of the card yesterday uh, on Sunday at San Anita and said, you know what, I might put a $20 ticket in. Because if I put any more in, it may not pay that back. Wrong. What a score for those that... And by the way, Michelle Yu on the uh, on the simulcast of Santa Anita didn't buy it out and for a small ticket hit the thing for 4500 So you just never can tell. We complain about the small fields, rightfully so. But at the same time, we look at it and say, how can you make any money? And in most cases, rightfully so. But there, uh, there are sometimes you just, you know, you just got, you got to be in it to win it, and you got to play. And if you're a little creative, but a bing, huh? The pick four paid eight hundred forty-one dollars. Now, by contrast, well, not really by contrast, because the last pick five. Had uh, four, four entered, four entered again. These are after scratches. Five, five, and seven. Ooh, the last race had seven. So you had four, four, five, five, seven. Now that buyout was $1,400 if you bought that whole thing out. Pick five with the overlapping $16 winner in the fifth race to $5 even, $1,360, and four forty. Those were the payoffs. That pick five paid $1,108.90. So if you bought that out, you took it in the pants a little. But just taking a look at the dynamics. So just, you know, hey, we just got to play. The cinema stakes uh, on uh, Sunday at San Diego on the turf course. A wipeout at the start of the race. And uh, Hubris was pulled up. Jimmy Irish was the horse that came out of the gate, made a quick right turn, and just wiped out the two horses on the outside of him. There's only five horses in the field, and this this was a wipeout at the start. Hudson Ridge wins the thing with Abel Cedillo aboard for trainer Bob Baffert. By the way, the California Horse Racing Board has taken no action on Baffert so far. I know that Kentucky and New York followed, but um, 
they said until the split sample comes back, they're taking no action. Baffert uh, wins the cinema with Hudson Ridge, paying thirteen sixty. So you know, all I can tell you is uh, sometimes you just never know. Belmont Park on a Sunday. Jose Ortiz and Javi Castellano won a pair each. Their pick six paid $4,700. Highest priced winner of the day came in the form of the third race winner at $21 even. And uh, that's about it. Oh, <laughs> I had to, I want to thank uh, folks out there on the Twitter accounts. I had a few people comment on Twitter. Thanking Ralph at uh, Race Day Las Vegas for the winner of the Alcatraz Stakes. If you remember when we went through the the uh, menu and we got to the Alcatraz Stakes on Sunday at Golden Gate, I said uh, the favorite in the race is a horse called None Above the Law. I said, what a hunch bet of the day, right? A horse called None Above the Law in the Alcatraz Stakes. All right, so the horse won. He was the favorite, though, and paid 580. But I'll, you know, I'll take a little kudos now and then. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today. In the race book, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. I want to remind you, as we always do, the first post entry broadcast on this show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today you're listening here where we emanate and originate all the race day las vegas radio programs from the studios and over the airwaves of sports talk 1400 a.m if you're listening on our websites racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global your iphone your android with your phone apps that you can get at your phone app store the kshp phone apps for your devices ipads ipod podcasting however wherever whenever you get us the first post times are that at the pacific time zone if you're not in the pacific time zone you know what to do adjust to the pacific time zone why because i don't want you to miss anything like i miss mom and dad okay all right here's the menu for today here in las vegas now you know some of the tracks the churchill downs owned and operated racetracks around the country the ones that they also negotiate for that are boycotting, or not so much boycotting, but are at an impasse in the uh, simulcast contract here in Vegas, in Nevada. So we can't play them. So as a result, uh, we don't put them on our menu. We know they're out there, but we don't put them on the menu because we can't play them here. And this menu, of course, is based on the tracks available in our race books today. So I just wanted to mention that for you, okay? All right, we begin the menu with uh, Parks Racing. Parks Racing has a first post time today of 9.55. Then next we go to Finger Lakes, upstate New York. Finger Lakes, first post time is 10.10 at Finger Lakes. Yeah, they're running up there at Finger Lakes now. First post time, 10.10. They got a regular pick six carryover going on at Finger Lakes. It's not a jackpot. It's a regular pick six carryover. And it's carryover today at 16861 bucks. Yeah, that's right. Finger Lakes, 10.10, first post. Then we go to Delaware Park. Delaware Park back on the menu. At Delaware Park, uh, their first post time is 10.15 today. 10.15 at Delaware Park for their races today. All right, uh, next uh, after Delaware Park comes uh, Penn National. And believe it or not, that goes all the way to 3 o'clock. You go from 10.15 to 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock's the next one up Penn National. That's their first post time there. And they got that super high five jackpot carryover continuing to mount up. It hasn't been hit yet. Right now, today, it stands at $220,636 in the super high five carryover at Penn National. First post time, 3 o'clock. Then Canterbury Park is next. Their first post time is 3.10. 3.10 at Canterbury. Today, Canterbury Park has three $50,000 stakes races. They are the Brooksfield Stakes, the HBPA Turf Distaff, and the Honor the Hero Stakes. Three stakes races, all on the turf. The Honor the Hero is five furlongs on the turf. The Brookfields and the HBPA Turf Distaff is both at a mile on the turf. And you get a first post time at Canterbury Downs today at uh, 3.10. 3.10's first post time at Canterbury Downs. Kind of nice. 
having three stakes races on a Wednesday. All right, following that comes Evangeline Downs. Their first post time is 3.50, and then you wrap it up with Emerald Downs. Emerald Downs in the Great Northwest. Their first post time at Emerald Downs is 6 p.m. 6 p.m. at Emerald Downs. And they have a pick six jackpot carryover at Emerald Downs today of $3,239. That's the menu for today in the Racebook Summer Fascination Racetracks around the country. We'll be back in search of John Lindo and Jerry J. And of course, I got your Twinkie results from Sunday. So don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on race day, Las Vegas. And uh, even the airport's full here now. They said it's back to normal. McCarran Airport, volume uh, is returning at 3 million passengers in the month of April. Wow. So we're back to the old deal here, folks. All right, real quick, the Twin Q at uh, Station Casinos on Sunday featured the ninth race at Belmont, and the winning numbers there were 5 and 12. And the 11th race at Gulfstream, where the winning numbers were 7 and 13. Now, uh, the, the Gulfstream uh, horses paid 1860 and 660 And the uh, Belmont horses paid 1140 and $26 even to place. As a result of that goofy stuff, there's a carryover. Nobody had it. So the next twin queue coming up this week at Station Casino's will have a value of $6,988 to start the Memorial Day holiday week. Pretty good stuff, huh? Uh, uh, Eric Perante, we were supposed to have him on to talk a little bit about the delayed opening of Woodbine, but he's backed up uh, with some stuff to do. So we'll get him on either later on or on another show if he wraps up this uh, emergency meeting he has. Nothing to do with uh, Woodbine. At least I didn't think so. Anyhow, we got uh, John Linda with us, and John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine. You know, we're 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 kind of it's going to be easy today and tomorrow as far as the racing volume, but boy, it picks up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And uh, I guess Santa Anita's doing one of those switchy jobs too. Are they or no? Well, they've been starting on Friday, you know, throughout the winter and spring, but they'll go Friday through Monday, a four day week, and. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the the main thing for us, I think this will be the really the first holiday weekend in Las Vegas for a long time. So, yeah, get ready. You're going to have a lot of your friends out there from Southern California. I am telling you right now, uh, you know, I've been reading the paper, watching the news, uh, charting the uh, COVID positives, et cetera. We're doing a great job here with the fact that we are a big tourist town. Uh, you know, we're doing great along with the fact that it's it's uh, we're getting back to normal now here. And, the, and by June 1st, the restaurants will be 100% again. But they're looking for people to work in these places. 
That's the same thing everywhere. I mean, uh, you see trainers now advertising on Twitter looking for grooms and hot walkers. And, <laughs> no. Uh, it, yeah, uh, everywhere you go, you go to a restaurant to, to grab some need. They, they, we're hiring, we're hiring. So, yeah, they're trying to get people back to work. Uh, I wanted to get to a couple of things. First of all, it's, so Southern California, uh, they're, they're lifting the mask deal there, right? I mean, what's the... What's, uh, June 15th is when uh, things start to open up uh, a, a lot more in Southern California. Because i got to ask you, and this, you know, this was brought to my attention by somebody who was uh, watching some races with me the other day that had nothing to do with, with doesn't didn't know anything about horse racing, really. Just a family member came over for a couple of minutes and watched the race and said, why are the jockeys wearing masks running in a race? Isn't the... Uh, protocol outdoors you don't have to wear a mask and then these guys are going 40 miles an hour on a horse and they're wearing masks i mean that's got to prevent their breathing for some sort etc and it has really no intrinsic value of uh keeping them from uh, getting the uh, virus because most of them are vaccinated anyhow what's the deal it looks so well, foolish. I know. I know. Originally, it was a requirement. They had to they had to have the mask on during while they were riding. I don't know if that's been uh, lifted yet. But the other thing too is you get a lot of kickback on the San Anita main track, and a lot of those guys, you know, in other times when 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 everything was open, they would wear those those face shields and everything to protect themselves. Maybe they're just using it. They've gotten used to it, and they, it protects their face when they get that kickback in their face. So. That could be part of it, too. But I don't know if that, that restriction has been lifted on the jockeys yet. It, it seems a little foolish, doesn't it, though? You would think outside going 40 miles an hour, you're probably pretty pretty safe. But, uh, I'm thinking, again, yeah. nobody else wants to shut anything else down. They're going to listen to the rules because we've had enough interruptions in our right. business the last and, two years. And they've got to listen to the rules because you're in California, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we are the king of rules. Yes, you are. All right. Uh, first of all, the split sample for Bob Baffert, uh, people are saying, how, how come it takes a long time? First of all, when, when the trainer's notified of that, he's the one that has to request the split sample, and then they have to pay for the split sample. They have to go to a list of approved uh, uh, laboratories for the split sample. So all of uh, the, the actions that needs to be taken to get to the split sample uh, result is kindly... Uh, uh, you know, at the discretion of and the timing of uh, the connections of the horse and the trainer, right? Right. Uh, Once the original sample gets tested and and they're notified that there's been a positive, Mm -hmm. at that point the clock starts ticking. They they tell the the connections you have, you know, X amount of time to request a split sample if you want. So that's been done. Mm -hmm. And after they've requested the split sample, then the the Horse Racing Commission, in this case Kentucky, for for the uh, Derby uh, positive on Medina Spirit, the uh, Horse Racing Commission will give a list of, of uh, acceptable labs that can do the testing for them. And at that point, uh, uh, the people involved with the horse will choose which lab they want. And, and uh, once they do that, they can send out the sample. Now, the problem is, uh, you know, as far as I know, these labs don't put a priority, whether it's the Kentucky Derby or a claiming race in the middle of a Thursday card, right. as far as testing these samples. So they'll get to it when they get to it. Uh, it could be backed up. And again, you have to remember, during the pandemic, there's been a lot of people uh, that are working on skeleton crews. Uh, these, these labs are not fully staffed. Right. And it takes a while to get this stuff done. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I think the uh, the new national horse racing commission is going to look at trying to make a priority on some of these major stakes races where the general public has an eye on what's going on and you know the thing about it that is uh, that is the same case throughout the entire fiber of our economy and everything and and generally in the united states when we closed down the entire united states when we were locked down it backed up everything manufacturing services etc and now that we're opening up these places have got to get restocked. The other places, like the restaurants, are saying got, got to get their personnel back, etc. So it 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 is a is it like a rippling effect on the lake? You know, a, a calm lake. You throw a pebble on it, and the rippling effect happens. And that's what's happening now. I mean, even the home builders had to slow up on on home building because lumber's up like three hundred percent because of the fact that we got to get rolling again. People don't understand that. You know, when you're locked down, you have stopped everything. 
and this is just part of that. Sure. I mean, car makers are waiting for the car parts makers to yeah. catch up to the par- car parts to send to the car companies so they can build the cars. Uh, there's a backup on, on, on car sales, and that's why yeah. uh, there's a real demand for used cars right now. It's hard to keep the used cars on the lot because they don't have the inventory of the new cars. Absolutely so, yeah. amazing. We got all yeah, this money to spend and, and no place to spend it. You know, you go, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we're out of that. You know, one of those things. Anyhow, exactly. uh, we're not out of uh, great horse racing that's going to come up this weekend, but a lot of attention in the horse racing industry now is going to be generated at Monmouth Park in New Jersey on Friday when the jockeys... I mean, I could see, if Pev was still alive, I can see a, a characterization on the front cover of the Daily Racing Horn with the uh, jockeys with handcuffs on them and, and uh, you know, uh, restraints on them for what the Monmouth Park and New Jersey Racing Commission is doing to these jockeys as far as the whip rule is concerned. I could see a caricature of a, maybe the walking ring at Monmouth Park with two fans looking in there and saying, <laughs> who are these guys? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, you've got 14 riders right now, and uh, you know what the Monmouth people were saying, that the jocks who had been on the backside that did not accept mounts for opening day will not be allowed to accept mounts for the rest of the meet. They're trying to play hardball on the yeah, jockeys. I mean, what is that? I, I don't know, Ralph. I mean, uh, you know, enough threats and ultimatums and, you know, let's just work the problem, get a solution, and try and put on the best the product we can. We don't, we don't need any more of this infighting within the industry. Well, I mean, when it gets to the point where they say, now the steward's discretion, if you violate it or not, you can carry a whip but can't use it unless, for safety purposes, if you wave, wave, the whip at the horse, you could be uh, tagged for a violation. That's ridiculous. Well, that's the thing, too. These jockeys don't even know how this, this rule is going to be interpreted. You know, let's say you're down on the inside and you're trying to sneak through an opening on the fence and your horse is hesitating. Is it a safety factor to use the stick to try and uh, just tell Get the horse we've got to go now? Surge him through, or right, yeah. Right, or is that going to be, oh, he's trying to win and we can't let that happen? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't know how the stewards are going to rule what is for safety purposes and what they view as something else. And, uh, you know, that better be pretty defined. And they should also tell the, the wagering public so we don't, you know, guys like us who have our hard-earned money on these races can't figure out, you know, what to do. And, and until we know, for me, you know, I have to wait and see. I'm not going to play because I have to see how this thing is going to play out. And the horses' reactions, they're used to being startled by a whip and moving on. Now you don't do that, and there's going to be some sort of a change in, uh, I think, uh, their running lines, etc. because of that. Horses waiting, sitting there waiting. Jock's not doing anything. They're not going to do anything. You know, they're, they're creatures of habit. They say, well... You know, I guess this jock just wants me to lope along here in eighth place. So, but bada bing, bada bong. You know, there's an, an it, another another rippling effect type of deal going on with this as well. We got to wait and see how it shakes out. But, you know, like Joey Bravo, Jersey Joe, my goodness, he made his he's bones his career uh, at Monmouth Park and in in Jersey. And he said, "Look, I'm not going to ride." John Velasquez, who w- went there many occasions for the big stakes races, said he's not going to ride. And, and if they hold. If they hold true, if they hold firm, uh, Monmouth Park holds firm, and if you don't ride on opening day, you're not going to be able to ride all season long. That's just, you know, that's just biting their nose off their face, I mean, despite themselves. Well, the thing about it is, you know, guys that I respect in the business, guys like Mike Smith and John Velasquez, guys who might have an opinion that that you might want to at least consider and listen to, Mm -hmm. uh, they've they've had no, no form to be able to express what they think. Uh, while these rules have been created for them. And so that, to me, just, again, we have the same problem in California. The the riding crop rules mm-hmm. were made without, you know, any kind of consultation with the jockeys. And, uh, you know, uh, to me, it, it, it hasn't been a great thing for California. I mean, we see some races where horses get beat a photo where, I mean, these guys could have really ridden these horses and, and, and made them, you know, Encouraging them to, to hey, we're not done yet. Right. I think you know, there are photo finishes that maybe we'd go the other way. So, uh, you know, it's a competition. Yeah. We're trying to win races yeah. as as horse players. We're trying to find the best horse, and we're trying to cash tickets. And so uh, we're going to see how all this plays out at, at Monmouth Park and what it looks like. You know, visually, if it looks like guys are trying, or if they're just sitting and going around a merry-go-round, mm-hmm. or What's going to happen over there? Well, and, and you know, there is a sense of uh, united we stand type of thing, and yet you got Jose Ferrer, who's one of the 
top jockeys on that circuit. He's going to be riding. Chad Brown, uh, Kelly Breen, and Jerry Hollendorfer have horses entered in the race. Yeah, well, you know, that's the industry, unfortunately. Uh, I don't remember the last time everybody's really stuck together and, you know, decided we're not going to enter or we're not going to ride. There's been discussions about those types of things, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just it's difficult. But, you know, of the 14 riders they have riding out there, you know, a couple of those guys I don't think have ridden since 2019. Yeah. You have, uh, you know, guys that have won a very minimal amount of races, very low in experience. Wow. And uh, don't you think experience is kind of important, especially now since you you, you have to be able to, to put these horses in a position and get them to go when you when you have to get them to go. Yeah, you have so. to control them, and you need guys who uh, are uh, astute at this stuff to control them. It's going to be uh, it almost uh, they're almost opening up the Pandora's box to make it look like a demolition derby. So we'll wait and see. That's for sure. I hope everybody's safe out there, and, and we'll see. Now, before I go to a break, and we'll bring in Jerry for the last segment. Your tweet the other day cracked me up about the character Eddie Mush in the movie Bronx Tale. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw this, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, if you know that movie, this is a guy that everything he touches, he's a jinx. Right. It's the mu- it's, that's that's it, where Mush comes from. You mushed me. Right. Yeah. There's a scene at Aqueduct where uh, uh, the main uh, the main characters have bet on a horse at Aqueduct, and the horse is in front by five or six lengths. Mm-hmm. And here comes Eddie Mush walking down the aisle rooting for the same horse. And those guys just look at each other and tear up their tickets. They know they're going to get beat because they got mushed. Well, it turns out this guy is actually really a horse player. The actor, and, the uh, actor in that scene is an actual horse player. Right, yeah. and uh, he actually was late for the red, uh, the audition. Because he was trying to get a bet in at an OTB, so he missed the audition the first time around. So, yeah, yeah he's, I, he's apparently one of us, Ralph. He, dis- he was discovered by uh, De Niro, who had uh, the part as the bus driver in the movie, in front of a, a New York OTB. And he was, De Niro was so moved by this character that he asked him to uh, audition for this part. And the guy got all the information and all that. But that day, he had a tip on a horse in a race, and he was at the book betting at the OTB, betting the race instead of making the appointment on time. <laughs> it's just... Well, you know, priorities, Ralph. Hey, I hope he won. <laughs> but he's the mush. How can he win? No, he can't win. Oh, come on. You got mush. Anyhow, that's just a great story. All right, we're going to bring in Jerry Jackwitz for the final segment. And so don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sports books. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. We're going to bring in Jerry Jackwiz now. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, guys. Great show. I enjoy you had me laughing with the mush with there. The <laughs> well, I left uh, three minutes for you, so go ahead. Uh, there's not much for me to say except uh, horse racing's. The shape of horse racing is really problematical. Uh-huh. It just is. You know, I one thing I will say... Uh, I remember as a player, now this is when I was 
you know, living in New York, and I was at the races all the time, and uh-huh. um, if I had a problem, I would call the stewards directly, which actually anybody could have done at the time. Most people didn't know that. Uh-huh. And um, if they had a, if, if they heard what you had to say and they, for whatever reason, wanted to discuss it with you, they'd invite you in to explain horse racing to you. You'd actually get a, a from their point of view. Huh. And I had a problem with a guy named Art Madrid not finishing a race uh, where he kind of stood up on the horse before the wire. Right. And uh, I was really livid because it cost me a trifecta and it was a, a, few, a, few, a few bucks at stake. Here. Well, yeah, I didn't think you were livid because you're just of interest. I, I knew that right, was, right. was the best thing. Um, and it, so uh, Bill Boland uh, explained to me why he, as a steward, would never judge the way a, a jockey rode a horse through the stretch or anything like that based upon, you know, what appeared to be his behavior, uh, like getting, like, you know, not, not whipping the horse or, sure. you know, going easy on, and, you know, not getting down and riding hard. Because he says he's, that jockey is the only one that knows what's going on with the horse, what's underneath him at that time. And he can't take from the jockey uh, any of his controls, any of his ability to understand and feel the horse and what he's feeling. And he says, that's just, you know, you just can't do that. You can't take that away from the jockey. And clearly, um, that, that ethos is gone. Uh, well, it, 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 a, a version of it is happening at Monmouth because right. they're saying that, uh, you know, uh, you can't use the whips, et cetera. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, that's part of that's part of legislating yeah. the the connection between the horse and the jockey that only the jockey can feel and his life yeah. is on the line as well exactly. as, you know, all of the value of that horse to the owners and the horse himself also. You know, he's a... He, you know, a lot of people don't care about right. the horse. They really only care about the bed, and that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. I mean, the horse is an entity, um, and right. they're uh, spectacular animals, and right. they give their all for us. And right. You know, uh, they've yeah. got to be uh, cared for and um, taken care of. And the whip actually is for their protection as, as well, not just for the and everybody, you know. Yeah. It, it's just wrong. I mean, it's so wrong. I can't Well, all it. I can tell you is uh, what, what isn't wrong is you used up your three and a half minutes. Hey, I'm good at that. <laughs> so, until tomorrow, John, you can join, uh, Jerry, if you want to. Only one on, more John. thing. one more thing to say. Hey.